0: we're rolling
1: and we're back it's your friendly neighborhood hydro homies
0: the prefer not to say podcast i'm your host james bunn also known as boutique paul
1: and i am your co-host greg tenbrink also known as
0: the boy who yeeted the
1: boy who yeeted
0: also the name of our upcoming children's book (laughs) we should probably never do a children's book
1: i now i want to i feel i need to (laughs) the boy who yeeted ends with him dabbing
0: that's almost like a it's like a Harry Potter, the boy who lived, with a hood version of Harry Potter, <laughs> the mm-hmm. boy who yeeted. <laughs> the boy who got yeeted. Be <laughs> instead of Harry Potter, it'd be Daquan Potter.
1: <laughs> All right. So today's episode, uh, how would you title it? I would say we're go- we're <coughs> we're exploring something about our inspirations, things that make us do what we do.
0: Yeah, I think Uh, I was going to call it uh, Under the Influence.
1: Yeah, that's what it was, Under the Influence.
0: It's also kind of like a a bait and switch, because they're like, Under the Influence? I know what that means, and then (laughs) they listen, and then they're disappointed. But in a good way. (laughs) In a good way. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about what influences us. So, I'll allow you to start.
1: Oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Um, What influences Ah. me? Uh, I guess in what specific regard. My my portion of this episode is more more introspective. It's not about like the things I want to accomplish. It's more about who I am as a person.
0: I think. So like how you things you sort of apply to life.
1: Yeah, things I've things I've learned in my life, things that have influenced me in a way that have developed my personality over the years. Okay. So I guess we can start with, um, my favorite media, video games, video games, uh, anime and like comic books. Uh, the stories I read in these, the, uh, the narratives I consume, the, the, the lines that inspire me are what really helped me shape who I am as a person. It's, it's like, you know, you always have that, that role model that you look up to. Most people have like, uh, a historical person or somebody who's very successful and they're like, I want to live my life. Like that person lived their life. Okay. I choose to take my role model from fiction because it allows my role model to be uncharacteristically perfect, or it allows me to really set a standard that, that you don't see in the real world. And then I choose to live my life by that standard.
0: It's like that thing, you know, humanity can write stories with people better than actual people in society exactly you know
1: like looking looking back through history who do, who would you say is like the most the most good or inspiring person you know to yourself in your opinion as a human yeah as a human in reality
0: i don't know that's a hard one i probably have to go with my dad and that's
1: and that's what most people do they go they go with their father figure the, the person that that helped bring them into the world the person that you know taught them right from wrong or whoever or may even be their mother but
0: yeah well in my case it's both
1: for me i choose these these fictional characters because i don't know they kind of go beyond what my parents could have ever been or go beyond what my grandparents or whatever family member uh could have been so i guess i guess i would say my influence is derived from the creativity of the people who make, make this, these mediums, you know,
0: that makes sense. Do you have any specific examples of some of your favorites?
1: Uh, I mean, I could choose the, the gold standard, you know, Superman and just say like oh we'll just... <laughs> I mean think about it everybody's like oh Superman's a perfect person he's he's flawless and he's great and does all these things and he's so inspirational and He all does this. what the writers tell him to Yeah But like the the character and what he represents is really what it's about I am absolutely terrible at starting these <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: No that's fine More of a reactionary person But I guess I've I prepared a, a series of quotes from uh, the games I've played, the books I've read, and the shows I've seen that uh, really resonated with me in a way that I felt like they are kind of like the things that that guide me as far as like who I want to be and what I want to do with my life. So I suppose I could just read off one of those and we could maybe talk about it for a minute. All right. So I'm going to start with one. From uh, from video games. This is a quote from a character goes by the name of Zidane from Final Fantasy IX, and uh, the quote is, "You don't have to have a reason to help someone, right? It's very, it's very simple. It's nothing super complex. It's not like a quote of like, uh, what's his name, Oscar Wilde. It's nothing. It's it's nothing super deep or or complex. It's just simple, and in its simple, I find elegance." And all it means to me really is, I, I, is, is, is literally, you don't have to have a reason to help someone. So every time I see someone that I can help, you know, I, I just do. I don't, I don't think what can I get out of this? I don't think how is this person gonna turn around and help me or how, how, how they may even help other people around them. It truly is like a defining character point for me to be able to just want to
0: help people. Right. It doesn't cost anything to help people.
1: Well, even if it does cost me something, it's never, it's like, I mean, it's never going to cost me enough to where it's not worth it.
0: I know? mean, I'm I meaning figuratively as in like, does it doesn't really like, what does it really cost you as far as you, is your, you know, person, as you as a person is concerned. I, I like that it's simple, you know, it's, it's just straightforward, <laughs> you know? no reason not to help people.
1: And that's what I like about Boom. it. Just short, simple to the point, And it's just, all right. This, instant this, mic drop. This is this is how you can like live yourself. And you can you can take stuff like that and you can apply it to your life and you can just become a better person from it. Um do you have any specific source that like helps guide you as who you are as a person? Not like what tells you to 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 push forward to for like financial success, but what makes you who you are and how you treat other people.
0: I would say that. Huh. It's a bit of a I, thinker, right? It It is, but it's like, it's just, there's so many things. Cause I think I the think financial financial gain is like the least of my concerns. So it's like, there's just a world of stuff I want to do that has more to do that has intrinsic value as opposed to like, Oh, I can make a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like I, I draw a lot of my inspiration, obviously from the art world being an artist and uh, I, more specifically, the independent art scenes, as far as music and film are concerned. And I take a lot of inspiration from them because a lot of my favorite artists, when they got their start, it was mostly they didn't really have a place in the commercial world, and you know there was no way they were gonna break in through that door. So they decided, oh, we'll just sidestep and do our own thing. You know, more specifically, I'm really into um, the ind- independent hip hop scene from the early or er, late 90s early 2000s like there's a bunch of labels like there's Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, Anticon Records, Definitive Jux Records um, Quantum Projects which was formerly known as Soul Sides and they were just all the, and they were from all these different areas around the country and each of them had their own thing it was they don't quite fit in with you know cuz late 90s it was you know it was like the era of bad boy and puff daddy so you know everyone remembers that if, if you grew up in that time so it was like you know shiny suits you know maximalism at its finest everything was flashy and then you just have like a bunch of people who don't fit that who just kind of carve out their own niches and actually find a lot of success but it was also there was a sense of community amongst it which you didn't really find in the commercial world which is what i'm also drawn to because you know i'm always i'm always looking for someone to inspire me who's on my level like you know I'm not, I'm not always looking to like the man on top it's like yeah it's like okay cool these guys up top that'd be cool to be there one day but it's like i'm looking for the people like who are just you know they don't suffer from a bell curve they're just a constant they're, they're just moving at a constant mm-hmm.
1: so you could say you could say that some of the influence you've drawn from all of that has led you to Want to stray from the 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 predestined path and kind of create your own future, in
0: in in so many words. Yeah, because you you essentially have more control over it, and, and that's the one I try to get across people. It's like no matter your situation, if you if life was a movie, you get director's cut. That's just a default. No matter what happens, you still can decide certain things. Like to put it more more specifically, it's like no matter what position you're in, release your Snyder cut. Like we won't that. get the actual Snyder cut, but release your own personal Snyder cut
1: <laughs> for like your that. life. I like that. You're, release your own Snyder cut.
0: We won't get the actual Snyder cut, but if you can if you make your own Snyder cut and just go with it, yeah, you know, that um, that kind of it, it kind of goes along with a uh, movie, Mortal Kombat, the mm-hmm. first one when a. Uh, um, I think it was like man decides his own destiny or something like that. It it was something that was said. Liu Kang said to Shang Tsung towards the end that I was just like, yeah, you just sort of because he just basically was just like, yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna take you out. And he's like, nah, we decide our own destiny, and it <laughs> just totally wrecks him because you know it's Liu Kang, he's a boss. But yeah, it's it's just you know everyone and even more so in today's day and age, it's. They're so, I don't know what to call it. People are very resistant to do their own thing or be who they really are. And in the time where we're having a kind of a breakthrough in a generation where we can be who we are openly on a more constant basis, especially with the advent of social media, because, you know, previous generations, they kind of had, they set a standard and they adhere to that. And anything that's not that is yeah, you know, anything that's not the norm they're just against.
1: I, I, I like that. It kinda coincides with uh the next quote I was gonna bring up. It's from uh the video game Bioshock. It's by the character Andrew Ryan, and the uh, the line goes, uh, a man chooses, a slave obeys. And it kinda coincides in a way that, you know, we 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 can choose our own future, we choose the the paths we walk down, the decisions we make. And uh there are so many out there that are just like these are these are the guidelines laid forth before me, and I'm just gonna follow these. And it's like, are you really are you really free? Are you really living your life, or are you just o- obeying a a set path for yourself?
0: In constant repression because of whatever factors, you know, it, it's almost like how um, divorce rates constantly go up because
1: everybody thinks the path to a happy life is marriage.
0: Well, it's also like you know, it's becoming more widely accepted because you know. Especially, you know, there was a, a cultural shift when women were working full time and having families. And then even more so now it's, you know, you know, not everybody's having kids, which was just a set standard. But now it's like, you know, the social stigma of getting divorced is going away. Like before it was like, you just didn't do that regardless of how terrible your relationship was. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there was a thing where it was like, you know, if you were a housewife, what happens when you you don't have that stability. Right. I mean, you're you're screwed over financially and socially because, you know, you kind of alienated the zeitgeist of what that culture was. You know, I think, you know, there's a lot more... There's just so much freedom that we haven't even reached the potential of it. I mean, obviously, there are still certain barriers because of certain groups who don't want things to be more progressive, but... Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting time because not nowadays. It's like you know, it's amazing how much gray area there is now. Well, what do you mean gray area? As in, it kind of goes along with how it's almost like the uh, the various you know non-binary gender movements are. That's kind of a. Uh, that kind of obscures what the norm was for decades to where it's, it's becoming a lot more common and people are pushing for it to be accepted more or, or even like racially, you know, I mean, you know, we're still not quite where we should be given how long, you know, how long things have progressed, but, you know, I think it's just, maybe I'm just speaking from the perspective of, you know, being mixed and I had, you know, it was really interesting growing up, in my situation because you know having a black mom and a white dad mm-hmm. that was that was already i already grew up with something that was abnormal like they, yeah, they got in, together in the 80s so it was inside like inside the it was mixed race
1: couple there's the subdivision where it's the uh the opposite
0: of the norm yeah yeah so it was like you know my parents were doing it before it was cool <laughs> and, then, and then eventually we started to see it more and more and i was like oh this is different because everyone assumes my dad's black yeah. when they first meet me and i'm like nah
1: I get that question all the time when I when I tell people my origins, they're like, "Oh, is 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 your mom white?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah, but <laughs> you don't need to be assuming that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't. That's not the point."
0: <laughs>
1: oh I man, like, why is that the first question they always ask? They ask if if one of your parents is a specific color. It's like, okay, I just told you that I'm mixed race, but. Or well, you're focusing on on that instead of like, oh man, what was it like? This, that, and the other thing. You just go, Oh, black, white, which one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, and that and that's the other thing. It was like that itself had a different influence on me because it was my parents didn't operate on the specific norms of I mean, my dad more so, yeah, he's you know, he's white. Mm-hmm. I it feel really awkward saying it like that, but uh, well, <laughs> no. But my my mom has always been different as far as being a black woman. You know, I grew up with the one black mom who didn't cook soul food. I I
1: almost feel like you you missed out a little bit. Like, not on all of it. Cause not like well, I've got food, other but... I've got other family
0: members who do it, okay. so it's like you know, I, that's I didn't miss out on that. It was just my mom was more apt to make something unique or something. Like she'll have the Food Channel on, and like, oh, I'll make that. I'll be right back. I'm going to the store. And then, you know, my dad, he's just always been. I've got, I got a lot of my, um, a lot of my work ethic from him. In a sense that, you know, if my dad, if my dad works anywhere, count on him being your more, one of your most valuable assets in a mm-hmm. short amount of time. He's just It doesn't matter where he works. He, he once he figures it out, it's there's no stopping him. You know, that's why I me. Mean. I try. I try my best to. You know almost be kind of indispensable, even though anyone can be replaced.
1: So that brings up, um, it brings up a interesting point for me. Um, a lot of people like, obviously you just, you know, explained how you draw your influences from your parents. A lot of people will, will default to their parents and be inspired by them to be better people. But there are plenty of people out there like myself, for example, who don't really have parents that they can draw the inspiration from. So that's like another reason that I chose fiction. That makes
0: sense. I mean, you know, I'm obviously influenced by fiction, also, Mm -hmm. but it's it's more so. It's I had that baseline influence from the get go, from birth. So it's like anything else was just added. You know, once once I discovered anime, it opened me up into a whole other world of inspir or influences. You know, or or just in any any type of medium in general. Like there's plenty of movies that, you know, inspirational characters. And it's still it's just kind of dumbfounded that how can we create characters that are better than us as humans, but not actually consistently portray that in real life. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, I see all these characters. And I'm just like, man, like you think of like, it's like, you know, Goku, all my, any, any one of these characters, and you just look at it. Like, how are you so perfect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you know exactly what to do and say in any given situation?
1: Um, I mean, every every time that they write the the dialogue for it, uh, it's all the character always says something like, "It's not that I know exactly what to do." It's always like, I, "I I trust in my heart," or like, "I I just err on the side of good" or whatever. And that's really what it is, you know. It's not that they know everything. It's not that they know. I mean, Goku. And like Goku's All an Might, they're kind of dumb characters, but they're always <laughs> well, just like
0: <laughs> I, I think All, All Might's a little better in the regard where it's like, you know, he's we, we start off where it's like, oh, he's already kind of nerfed mm-hmm. in a way to where he needs to find his replacement. But just the idea of him the as the symbol of peace right there, that's that's influential to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why that's that's what I love about the show. It's like, you know, you don't have that thing where it's like, oh, this is just, you know typical hero saves the day all the time. He's perfect. It's like, no, this dude had to get, had a rough path to where he got and is having a rough path on the way down. Also, I just, I just like how the series kind of, it like took the best parts of like Shonen manga and anime and the best parts of like American comic books, mixed them together and just created something way better than anybody has in the past couple decades.
1: It's, it's, it's something that's so inspiring, honestly, like, not just in myself, but my 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 friends—they've all told me like this is the this is the new like standard. This is the thing that's like, I, I listen to the music at work and it makes me work harder. <laughs> you know, I I rewatch the episodes for a specific bit of dialogue and I'm like, I need to live my life by this standard. You know, it's it's a show that's really changing the way I don't want to say changing the way that people think, but it's influencing the way they think and how they approach things.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's uh, my point of view. there was something I saw. It was a. Uh... Some sort of post. Someone said, uh, "I saw a couple of lanky boys in the weight room at the gym." And he said he overheard one of them say, uh, "We'll be like Goku and all my soon, bro. Don't worry." And he said, "Godspeed, I believe in you, boys." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, it's such—it's funny because it's there's such a positive influence that is just ignored by most people because they just think it's weird. Mm. It's like, oh, you guys watch cartoons? Yeah, that's right. That's why you're excited for the next Dizzy movie to come out. Like, shut up." <laughs> That always that's always just bothered me though. Like, you know, people think, you know, oh, you guys are weird. You like anime? Yo, you're excited for Frozen Two.
1: For real. And you're not even really excited for it. You're excited to buy a copy of it and have it run on repeat at your house and babysit your kids for you. Yeah. What <laughs> fuck?
0: <laughs> yes because yeah, kids can watch movies forever Dude,
1: i hate that shit parents are like "TV's my babysitter because i can just turn on whatever fucking kids show and just ignore my children all right you see wait. that uh,
0: <laughs> you ever see those uh the goof that i'll do it again <laughs> they had that one but it said uh your kid after watching the movie for the fourth time in a row <laughs> <laughs> was like, i'll fucking do it again <laughs> oh man but yeah but uh uh going back to like my influences in music and film I always liked the aesthetic that was brought upon by DIY independent culture because everyone's goal is just to tell their story and that's it. Or they want to create something unique that they haven't seen. And that's very influential to me because I'm just like, wow. Or, you know, because it goes back. A good example is um, directors Gus Van Sant and Greg Araki. They were like the forerunners. Well, they were definitely very influential among the independent scene, but also, you know, they're gay filmmakers and they're making you know, LGBTQ centric movies at a time where it wasn't, you know, that wasn't in the main, if it wasn't the mainstream, it was like, you were the gay friend, like the <laughs> sassy gay friend, which yeah. those characters are always lovable, but you know, they, they made, you know, more toned down. Well, Greg is kind of more surreal. He, his, his stuff's kind of bizarre, but um, Gus Van Sant, uh, you know, has, has a very, you know, kind of more somber stories that include these characters. And, you know, that's inspiring in itself because it's like, okay, they just took whatever money they could scramble together, started making movies, and then just, you know, got an opportunity to just go upward and do something. Not not some, not some just something that benefits themselves, but benefits an entire community that can represent in a positive way that had never been seen before. You know, or like, you know, music. Like, it's funny because, like, a lot of the independent hip-hop I listen to is made by white guys. And that's not to say, like, I don't listen. There aren't any black people in that scene, but it was... You know, there were there was already this discrimination against white guys at the forefront
1: of the. They're like at the forefront of them trying to make. That that specific genre of music more inclusive to all peoples, basically.
0: Yeah, and and it was this. The stories were different too. It wasn't you know you didn't grow up in the hood. It was these dudes like you know some of these guys might have had just a normal middle class life, and they're just they're just trying to you know they're they're more concerned with like you know creative writing and you know using obscure references from the things that they consume. You know like um, that was like like Anaconda Records they when they first came out, they kind of rubbed people the wrong way because it was a bunch of white kids from suburbia <laughs> who just were like, they, they were like these, like they came off as super pretentious. Like they were considered postmodern. If that gives you any sort of not semblance. at all,
1: because I don't take any genre title to heart at all. I don't differentiate like that. Well, it's just, it, it's just, it's just, it's
0: just it's what, what it was considered um, at the time. But um, yeah. And the, well, the big issue was, um, the first EP, the label release was called hip hop for the advanced listener. Mm-hmm. And that really upset people like, Oh, so you think you're better than us. And then there, the, it was so expanded to that- a compilation <laughs> called music for the advancement of hip hop. And it was like, Oh, and the, yeah, they just really rub people the wrong way. And, it was. It wasn't that they weren't talented. It was like you know they they carved out their space in the industry, but it was like they definitely got a lot of heat for like, oh, what do you guys know? They caught a, a lot of flag for trying to be, different. And, and they and they ended up in kind of some small feuds with other people in the industry. Like uh, like there's a classic um, exchange between a uh, Soul who was one of the founders of Anacond. He he got into it with um LP from Run the Jewels back in the day mm-hmm. because soul made a diss song called dear LP dissing him because he had this assumption that distributors weren't taking his music because L had something like he was blackballing people. And he's like, it El was literally like, I have no pull like that. I don't know what his problem is. And then there's a, he comes out with a diss song where he has a phone conversation. He taped of him talking to soul and he's like, okay, so what's up with this? And then the dudes, and he's just trying to like defend himself and like, look, no, this isn't like that. I love you guys. I want to be down. And I was just like, man, that is, uh, because, you, know, you know, diss songs are always great when you do things like that. It mm-hmm. was like, oh man, this dude's got you, you know, backstepping what you said on tape. Put it in a song. But yeah, it's just, um, yeah, but like I said, it was like, you know, their stuff was more, you know, it was more avant-garde. Like, their stuff was kind of weird and the writing was different. You know, it wasn't the, you know, typical boom-bat 90s hip-hop. And then just, you know, uh, back to film again, because I I like to flip back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, a lot of the no budget films was, you know, the limitations spark creativity. And that's another thing, like, you know, anything that's, you know, anything that's made with something limited has a bigger scope of creativity than something with a hundred million dollars, which is super impressive because, you know, how many, you know, nine figure movies fail.
1: Uh, I don't think too many of them. I mean, there's plenty that do. There's a lot. It's, but it's not too many.
0: Like, like, you guys have a water world. That bomb. Water world.
1: I, eh. No, it, <laughs> no it, it was a bomb. Yeah, it was made for like long like, dollars. people are still watching that movie today. I
0: don't know why. It's a good movie. I, I oh, cannot okay. stand right. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Here we I, go. Callie <laughs> loves the movie. I'm just like, why do you <laughs> say, first of all, how are you going to have a planet that's all water and everybody's dirty? don't bathe nope can't can't believe that they're scared of going in
1: the water man i don't know what to tell you on that one (laughs) but
0: that's just a fundamental flaw like to nitpick mm -hmm. no i just don't like the movie that was that that is often louder as an example of hollywood overspending though like all that money they spent on that i i don't see where all the budget went though there's never there's never telling where all the budget ever really goes i think
1: that the budget was probably just gigantic to line someone's pockets probably because like that that movie doesn't have all of that money in it It it's probably it's probably
0: probably paying a lot of extras Mm. taking care of extras isn't cheap on a movie like you know feeding extras paying them their daily rates Mm -hmm. you know whoever the star is um well there's also there's also some hollywood accounting going on in a lot of those situations that is really fun like like on paper, you know, Return of the Jedi has never been profitable, given how the accounting went and how they manipulated the numbers. How? You, you, cooking the books. Hollywood was notorious for that. Or you you give actors a deal where they get um they get points on the net profits of a movie, so they get royalties for the net profits, but it never goes into profit.
1: Oh, okay, I see. That makes more so sense. stuff like that. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so, uh, I don't know, maybe any, any any other quotes you'd like to share? Um,
1: Let me think. I have some here, but I don't want to use all of them.
0: Maybe you want one more yeah, before just one our more. water
1: break? <laughs> 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 what, I know, we have time for one more, and that's what I was thinking about. It. Um, This one, I will say, is it's another introspective one. It's about about what in what influences me to uh keep going you know despite all of the uh all the problems that were laid before me the uh the history i had and just the adversity that i faced i remember reading this a while back and it it really it really changed my perspective on wanting to like go on and just keep keep myself going you know and so i'll i'll read it to you This is a quote from Martian Manhunter (laughs) because they're all comic (laughs) book characters or video game characters. Uh, The future is worth it. All the pain, all the tears, the future is worth the fight. Again, it's not something, not something very crazy in depth, but like it's, it's no secret that like my, my entire life I've struggled with like uh, depression and suicidal ideation, but stuff like that is what makes me go like, all right, I can't just like, blow my brains out I have to keep going and keep doing and, and just keep keep progressing because I know at some point it'll all make sense
0: right we have a podcast now so you can't really can't do that
1: <laughs> and like one of the most important lines that I've ever read came from some fucking green dude in a book
0: <laughs> like, right it wasn't from a human that you know in real life it, wasn't, it was a green dude
1: eat, from a book <laughs> I didn't meet somebody who changed my life I didn't like have a conversation that opened my eyes I read a comic book and I saw a, a bit of dialogue from a fucking alien. And I was like, that is going to keep me moving.
0: It's <laughs> oh, just, I don't know. It's I just they, have this weird they're, perspective. They're, on always, it. they're always better people than we'll ever be. Yeah.
1: That's why I feel like, why can't we be that good? That's why I take these quotes to heart. That's why I read these stories. And I'm like, I model myself off of it.
0: Right. There's like, so many good characters. You look at that. You're like, all right, I want to be that
1: for real like when people ask me like why are you so generous why do you take care of other people before yourself and i'm like because that's what my idols do you know and that's how i choose to live my life i will give and give and give and give until it kills me and then i'll find a way to give some more but that's just who i am
0: that makes sense it's kind of like how i you know i act like a servant when there's guests over Mm -hmm. because i'm just i'm just wired that way like what I, maybe it's just some neurosis of I don't want you touching my stuff, so I'll just get things for you. But... I mean, it could be that, but I also
1: I like living with you. I think it's more along the lines of like, it's not a big deal for you to do those things, so you're like, I might as well do it for these people because I give a shit about these people.
0: Yeah, it's just it's you know what, it's maybe slight physical movement. It's necessary. Oh, no. it, it, yeah. it's kind of necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of necessary. I don't mind washing the dishes. It's, it's fine well yeah on that note we should you know take a water break because sounds it it, i I have this feeling that we rambled but it all makes sense somehow
1: oh yeah someone will pull
0: something you will you will be influenced by this in some way
1: (laughs) you will feel it or you will find a way to feel it right something else uh
0: yeah well yeah you guys know what to do grab those water bottles and we're back. I hope you drink plenty of water. You need that break. Yeah, you need it. You need it to live. We're, we're 65% water.
1: If you don't have water, I'll give you water. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna,
0: he's, gonna, he's gonna jump through your phone and hand you a water yeah, bottle.
1: You'd be surprised, man. I've done crazier things. He's a
0: trans-dimensional being. Don't don't test him. <laughs> you still have to figure out how to master dark matter for our cosplay.
1: I'll I'll somehow do it with water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh all right, so back to influence.
1: Now Ooh, probably the more interesting half of this episode
0: yeah this is the more interesting. So that was you know the first half was we you know we wanted to give examples of things that influenced us because you know it, it it helps us let you guys know
1: going into the second half what it what what we've what our ideas on the or what our perspective on the subject is
0: yeah so uh i guess i should start with a question being having lived here for however long you have, I haven't really been keeping track. Have I influenced you in any way? And if so, what ways?
1: Hmm. I'm gonna there's gonna be a period of silence because I'm gonna need a moment to think really to prepare my thoughts for this one, but
0: Oh, that's fine. I mean the listeners got time. They're already listening anyway.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can probably just edit out the silence anyways, but still. <laughs> I would say living here being in proximity to you for a long period of time i have learned to look at at uh at life in a slightly different way you know as as if you can gather from the quotes in the in the prior half or like the way i speak about the the way i live my life uh i kind of just I just, just kind of like wander around living my life and doing good where, wherever it is, you know, like I you sort of go with it. I kind of aimlessly just like meander through life. And I'm just like, there's an opportunity to be kind to somebody or to help someone or whatever. That's what I do. Um, living here. I will say my scope for the future has increased, you know, oh, whereas, that's good. whereas I used to just think like maybe a year in advance, like, I want to do this next year. I want to live here next year. I want to do whatever work there or I want to wake this. up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. A lot A lot of the time was spent. Mm, I'll be alive tomorrow. And that's good enough. <laughs> but, but My scope for the future has expanded. And now I think in a longer term, but I I've kind of like took it and I've like melded it together with my current state of living. And I'm like, I'll, I'll live longer. I'll plan for something five, 10 odd years from now. I'll be like in, in 15, 20 years, I'll be more successful, but I take, I take that and I mix it in a way. So I'm like in those, in those years that passed, I'll have helped people along that, the, the, along the, along the way. And I'll have given and I'll have helped and I'll have God, I keep fucking saying help. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when I don't think about this beforehand. (laughs) Greg's
0: all about the help.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have done stuff for other people along the way, and at the end, I think about the possibility of me being able to do stuff for others in a greater effect. I'll say, that's how uh, you have affected me. You have caused me to look at a grander scheme and plan accordingly whereas I just I was I was helping people but I wasn't helping a lot of people now I'm like how far can I grow so I can help more
0: people so in other words you could say I helped you <laughs>
1: look at a bigger picture oh my god that word's gonna be like that word's gonna be like nails on a chalkboard for me for like the next week I have I have, I have blown my entire budget on
0: that word we're gonna get t-shirts and say Greg uh, gonna, they're gonna say Greg helps. <laughs>
1: uh, I can't even use it as a joke anymore. Cause like I I used to stay like I'd have my little like episodes, you know, and I'd be like, Oh help me. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say that anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, oh man. Damn. Alright. So someone says, Can you help me with this? You're just, you're just gonna lose your mind be like, no.
1: All right, your turn. Same
0: question. Please don't use that word. All right, I guess I'll, you know help the the listener mm, understand. Right. <laughs> yep, you
1: know, it's gonna be like this.
0: So um, I don't know. I, I would say the influence is more so when you had thought of the idea to do the podcasts. And you were just like, well, let's just record and see what happens. You helped me have a breakthrough in the manner of there are no excuses. I should just be doing what I want to do because I'm always just like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I just don't have it quite figured out. You were like a missing link in that, like, you know, doing starting the pod forced me to be accountable for what I want to do.
1: It's almost like my lackadaisical approach to living is and my uh my aptitude for just diving in heads first is just like it's just action, just
0: go. Like no no Yeah, you're you no were sort of kind of an outlier that you're just like, Well, I don't care, let's do something. Mm-hmm. You know, no no one wants to be ambitious really anymore these days. So it was like when you're just like, Yeah, let's just record, I was like, Okay. And then we recorded our super cringy first episode <laughs> that was almost two hours. It worked, though. (laughs) Yeah, well, here we are. This is the, you know, keeping count. This this is the 13th episode. This is the fifth episode, official episode that's released. Mm -hmm. So, and then that kind of inspired me to do my vlog series, um, What's Up Wednesdays, because everything, I can't not, if I talk about something, I have to do it. Like, oh, this has been recorded, so I guess I have to do it now because I don't want to get called out for not doing it.
1: So this kind of is a callback to uh, one of the earlier episodes where I was talking about how I want to be the person that really pushes my friends to achieve stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I honestly expected that like going into it. Cause like, I knew you were uh, like a musician, like you made music. I knew you had um, stuff that you worked on as a producer. I was like, I didn't plan for it. Like I wasn't like, I'm going to live here and I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to make him do this. But like, anytime I see somebody who's like, man, I really want to do this, or maybe I should do this. Or like my friends who are like, oh man, that girl's kind of cute. Maybe I want to talk, uh, maybe I want to ask her out or some shit. I, I push 100%. I push my friends into stuff and it's, it sounds a little fucked up because I'm going to say I, I do it because the end result typically entertains me, but that's not why I do it. Why I do it is because I know that they can and will succeed in whatever that I just push them into. Right, you're it's awesome. like I have faith in the people around me.
0: Right, you, you you're an influence on people. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to the whole point of the episode. I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. That's really what it is. It's you know more so. You know, and I'm just at a point in every other aspect of my existence where it's like, okay, I'm doing this because I'm. I need to be doing this. There's no excuses anymore. You know, I think I'm coming up on like 15 years wanting to do this.
1: Well, not specifically the podcast, but wanting to like, well, yeah, no, I remember
0: your podcast didn't exist 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they didn't. But, yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I've been waiting 15 years to do a podcast. <laughs> if that was the case, I would have I just been recording nonsense for every day just to put something out. Right. Uh, I've been working this whole moment to, to or working up to this very moment of the podcast all my years. But, no, um, I'm, I'm just also noticing, um, just other things, you know, it's people who just went for it and they've got it. It seems like the only start button you need is a little start button. Just do something. You can make money off of it you could potentially make a living off of it. You can make friends with it. It will make you happy.
1: For real. I I think um I'm not trying to sound too boisterous here and like be up my own ass, but when when you when you talk about people who just kind of go for stuff and they just get it, you know? I I feel like I've been like that my whole life. You know, like things just kind of come naturally to me and I don't hesitate on most things. I'm just like, I'm just going to dive into this. And then it always works out. I don't know how. It's like there's some fucking cosmic force that's like, yeah, everything's coming up, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Man, it's It's also... um, I think it's just the confidence in being able to just dive into something
0: like that, which really pays off. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it's also um, just like between us. I I think we're also...
1: It's, It's a yin and yang type thing. It
0: is, but it's also those things where... You know, if we just like count the people that we know personally who are want to do something or already doing something, it's looking like, oh, we can put together a whole team of people who will all influence each other because we all kind of have that same goal in mind. You know, I definitely I always try to encourage people to do something like you do this or you want to do this, but you don't do it. Why don't you do it? And then they just, you know, they they hit you with the I'd prefer not to say. i prefer not to say why i'm not doing it (laughs) because at the end of the the podcast
1: at the end of it it always ends up being something that like i mean it may seem like a big deal to them but they've overthought it to me it seems trivial they're like oh well i don't really have the time to do this or i don't really have the money and i'm like from my point of view i'm like you do and that's where like heavy-handed greg comes in and i start literally forcing people into doing these things like
0: i don't have time yeah that's why you binge watch 10 hours of netflix Right. in like, one day
1: i don't have time and then i'm like all right and then i just show up at their house i'm like hey let's go do this <laughs> i've done i mean how many times have i like shown up at your house or timmy's house just like we're fucking hanging out
0: <laughs> I don't, well there were days you just like you would stay over at our houses mm-hmm. like hey you guys want to do something i'm just been walking around because you walked everywhere <laughs> hey i'm out and about i don't know where i'm going give me a destination.
1: Honestly, I mean, like that—that that goes back to the first—the first half of the episode, like when I was talking about just meandering through life and trying to be like the source of good. That's kind of why I lived like an almost nomadic teenage life. I just kind of showed up at somebody's house and they were just like hanging out
0: or whatever, like some playing video outlaw cowboy. And I'm showing like, up in town guess
1: what? We're doing. We're having fun because you
0: don't look like you're smiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and th- and now we've created a platform where we can influence other people. I hope
1: so. I hope somebody hears this and is well, like, I mean, you know what? Well, I mean,
0: you you told me that that kind of already happened.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Um my friend Josh has been uh listening to the podcast and he, he we we play Magic the Gathering like every Wednesday after work. Um he approached me and he's like, "Hey man, I'd I'd like I'd love to check out like your guys' recording room, like what your guys' process is, cuz I want to start a podcast of my own." And I'm like, for real like hell yeah I t- i'll talk to james and see if he's willing to let you come over here and check it out and he's like yeah because like listening to you guys has been like the f- in his words the final kick in the ass i really needed to get started on my my dreams and ambitions and I was like wow that <laughs> <laughs> you're like really and like i i didn't like ex like i didn't express it there but i had like a quick little five second Profound moment where I was like, "Holy crap! I actually helped someone like decide to do something." (laughs) Right?
0: we're, We're only on episode three. What's going
1: on? And like, it may it may just be just because he's my friend that he he like that like the things that we've talked about have resounded with him or have made him want to make this decision. But still, even just that one person that gives me like all the drive I need to like, keep doing it, you know, like, I'll be honest with you, you know, sometimes after recording or whatever, I'm like, man, it wasn't that great. I didn't talk enough. I didn't have enough, you know, like, energy for the podcast. And I'll just kind of like, be like, upset with it. But then hearing that, even if it's just one person over and over and over again, I can come back and do another episode and I can do it forever. No breaks until I die.
0: Well, yeah. And it's, you know, it's obviously not going to be perfect to start. I mean, that's why we, we did demos for two months. To ensure we had at least something that was passable. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, you work second shift full time. I work first shift full time. You know, we only really have the weekend to work on it. And, you know, life stuff in general, we have to take care of. You know, once we get to the point where <clears throat> we have more time, you know, the show will get even better. You know, I, you know, I'm. I'm just really excited to bring on other people that will help influence other people because, you know, it's not I don't even think it's enough. Like we can influence people but if we bring other people on like, oh, wait, they know people who are doing things also just like them. Mm -hmm. Well, I really need to do something. Maybe I can end up on the podcast one day. Like that's like I I listen to podcasts like I want to be on that one day.
1: For real, like I, I've told everyone that like uh, that has said anything about like, man, I, I like your podcast. I want to have my own podcast because it's not just Josh that has said it. other people have said they wanted to start their own podcast. But it, it, it didn't really go into We didn't really have a conversation about it and go into depth about it. they just like, man, I'd like to start one. And like, that was it. But
0: we should have a whole line the, of spinoffs. Just, the, the just thing ever
1: has an idea. You want to do a pod? <laughs> the, the thing I say to every single one of them, like all you got to do is want to do something or be doing something. And like. You can hop on the pod. Maybe the pod is the the start to your career at something. You know, like somebody's like, man, man, I kind of want to make music one day. They hop on the podcast. Maybe we're cracking jokes and they hum a little bit or they sing a little song. Somebody's like, I like that. That guy sounded good. Boom! Now you have the confidence to start your music career. Like you never know. Point is, just jump in, do
0: it. (laughs) Yeah. The moral of the story: just do it. In the words of the great Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) The words of the.
1: You know the background of that—that the, the he was like reading a bunch of like uh, uh, college uh, college student poetry
0: or something like that. It was like he—I he... don't remember. It was something he was doing it for someone's project. Yeah, it was like a it, just on, in front of a green screen, and it, it just seemed like—did you intend for this to be memed? Because doing <laughs> this in front of a green screen seems a little bit sus- suspect. I don't think he intended
1: for it to be memed. I just think like he he. Probably just vibed with the person in 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 a serious way, and when it came to the the whole "just do it" part, he was just like, "All right, let all this emotion pour forth," and it came out as a very aggressive "just do
0: it." You know? Follow your dreams. <laughs> you said tomorrow, yesterday, and and then we got the best videos ever out of that. Him being thrown into everything. Honestly,
1: but yeah inspiration influences one of my friends that i want that is uh spoilers one of my friends that's gonna pop up on uh on one of the episodes here shortly uh is kind of a bit of an inspiration to me you know honestly it's kind of what what it was definitely a factor in the equation that that came up and said you're doing a podcast if that makes sense you know it was, it was an it was a person who went and did their own thing and they're like doing it successfully and i'm like you know why why not me why can't i also right why why can't i do things things? it It seems easy you just sort of it's it's the internet you can just do whatever you want it's not even that it seems easier that it really made it seem like like easily attainable it's just that i saw another person want something and then go and get it and i was like and actually succeeding it, and i was like that's it doing this
0: that's why i see you know some of my friends who are kind of like a little bit more ahead and i look at that like Man, I need to be like that, or I need to be around them more, because it's just impressive, you know, once you get in that mode, it's almost like you can't stop, that's just your aura from that point on, that's your vibe from now on, you're just the guy who just does things and succeeds at it, but you, you almost set yourself up for it without realizing it. And then you come across other people or other things that, you know, you, you something influences you. It's almost like a domino effect. You get influenced and you just it just trickles down, mm-hmm. like trickle down inspiration. <laughs> Except it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually works. Because you know, it's you know, it's I definitely that's why I have this thing where I am very big on people's habits or I like to look at the history of, you know, companies or certain owners of companies or just even like you know i watch was like like i love movies that are based on true stories like the pursuit of happiness mm-hmm.
1: you
0: know dude loses everything and then he's like nah i'm not dealing with this and literally like does what he can struggling with his son because you know his wife leaves him and you just see these things like it, the way it plays on the movies like you know he there's a there's a homeless shelter he hits up they house people it's a day-to-day basis though you you stand in line Mm-hmm. once the beds are filled up it's cut off and he has he he timed it perfectly where it's like he gets a bed every single night and, you know he does all this stuff and then you know he eventually goes into if i remember correctly it's an investment firm and he ends up thinking it was a job but it was an intern unpaid internship oh wow to start and then he was like <laughs> man he's pretty was like that sucks but he decides to pursue it anyway because he's like, look, this is going to be the thing that gets me to the next level.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. that's the important thing. It's like, you know, you can you can want to do great things, but you get you have to figure out where the steps are. Mm-hmm. You know, take this step, go to another step. Maybe maybe there's somebody you can kind of like hop on their shoulders. They'll walk four steps up for you yeah. or help you walk up these steps or maybe build an escalator for you.
1: The path of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Yeah. That's not uniquely me. I just don't remember where I got that. Just <laughs> prof- that just sounds sounds like <laughs> profound great speech. What was it? What
0: was it um, artist Mike Posner, he walked across the country. That's impressive. I think he did it in like six months or something like that. He just like, I mean, he obviously he has the money for it. So he mm-hmm. could just, I mean, it probably didn't cost much anyway because he was just walking the whole time. Probably mm-hmm. maybe stayed at a place every night. But yeah, no, he walked all the way from, I don't know if it was quite Maine. It might've been New Jersey or something like that. Walked all the way to California.
1: That's, that really shrinks the world, you know, from my perspective, you know, it really makes everything so, someone seem walked smaller. across the yeah. country like,
0: man, what? I, ima- imagine country. how many countries they could walk through in other territories because, you know, they're
1: a lot smaller. Yeah. They're a lot
0: smaller where you can get $10 <laughs> flights to another country because it's a hop and a skip away. Right here. It's, you know, Texas is bigger than some countries. <laughs> Texas is basically is its own country. Damn near. So, yeah, is there any any other points you want to hit on about influence or, or is it, you know, or have we just hit the moment where like, hey, um, get out there and do stuff. This is our, you know, motivational, the motivational pod, uh, <laughs> the which motivational which motivation pod. is nonsense. You need to master discipline, which is the other thing I think. Actually, no, we can go back to being influenced again. Anybody that I like there, they have the utmost discipline in their areas.
1: Do you have like a do you have like a specific example?
0: <clears throat> um, well, a lot of artists I listen to, I listen to artists who are very prolific, mm-hmm. and they just constantly do things. Like one of my favorite producers, Madlib, there was like accounts that he would make fifteen to twenty tracks a day. That could be anything from sample based music to full jazz arrangements that he played every instrument himself. And he literally just that's that's literally just what he does. He makes music, regardless of how successful it is. That's just what he does.
1: How that's how he operates. operates. He just,
0: he does that. That's what he does. Yeah. That's, that's why, you know, I've really appreciated really prolific people. I mean, you know, cause I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a non-believer, but taking longer on the art doesn't make it better.
1: Oh, for sure. People
0: who take five years to release an album, I can almost guarantee you that album was good in the, in year two. That's, uh, you know, and, th- and there's a psychology thing that goes along with it. There are people who are like, oh, it took five years to make this? This is really good. This is why it's so good. No, mm. I I listen to people who made things, like, super fast, and it was like it was nothing, and <laughs> it's
1: classic. He spent an afternoon creating this track. Check it out. Bang. Absolute bop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what was it? The beat for um, Kendrick Lamar's Humble was made in 20 minutes.
1: That's impressive. You'd be
0: surprised how many hip-hop songs were literally the beat was made in 15 minutes they're like here all right cool it's a hit
1: sometimes it just works and sometimes it just doesn't and then sometimes you spend 20 years creating something and it's it's not great and sometimes you spend 20 years creating something and it's the best there ever will be
0: sometimes you take five minutes and it goes viral (laughs) we're in the age where a 10 second clip of someone saying something stupid if it's funny it goes everywhere for sure you know there's uh something um director harmony corinne said he's like cinema now is a 30 second clip on youtube or think about think about when vine was big that was a strange anomaly where people were making really interesting stuff on just you know well it also it also increased a little bit of popularity in stop motion because of how they would shoot things like there's one video i saw a dude jumped up and his friend like caught him but he morphed into a shirt Mm -hmm. threw it backwards and turned back into a person (laughs) weird fun camera so, tricks
1: so what you could say uh the inspiration you could draw from that is like your good thing may come tomorrow it may come 10 years from now but your good thing will come
0: yeah sometime, sometimes sometimes more distill
1: it down to a single statement
0: yeah i mean there's some people who are just like take prince for example he would literally record and mix down a song every single day and he's never made a bad song you you might find songs you don't like but He's never made anything outright bad. And he was a workhorse. There were days, like he'd had marathon 48 hour recording sessions sometime. So there's someone quoted saying he didn't like sleep. <laughs> and this is a dude. Literally, he could just like, just songs would just pop out of him. Just out of nowhere. Like there is something that, uh, I was watching a documentary on him during the eighties or during his, like, he's almost anomalous. It's. He's one of those rare cases where he was literally the I would say he was the best artist in existence. Whoa. <laughs> because, because there there are a few people who couldn't no one could match him his worth I ethic or playing. Like you could take like what you think is the best guitarist principal be like, that sounds cool, watch this, and he would destroy you. Just because he was he was almost like a savant. Like music just clicked with him. And he would just, you know, it was like, like, if you ever watch a, there's a video of uh, I think it was when all it took
1: was him deciding that this was what it will also was him realizing and then deciding this is what I'm about.
0: Yeah. He decided he was going to be the best musician ever. And he pretty much accomplished that. Obviously that's subjective. Don't hate me if you disagree. (laughs) But, uh, well, it's like you watch the, I think it was when he was inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame. They did, um the Beatles my guitar gently weeps and he was play- I think Tom Petty was on stage there was a few other people who were playing and everybody was doing a solo It got to his solo and it was like man you put everybody to shame and you didn't even have to try <laughs> apparently there's a quote from um I can't remember who it was Wow, why am I blanking? Doesn't, right? matter. Spit it <laughs> it <out>. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was some guitarist. I forgot who it was, but he said, uh, "So what's it like being the world's best guitarist?" And he was like, "I don't know. Ask Prince." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've heard that before. I, I know that quote, not not the person, but I've heard it before.
0: Yeah, and it's just one of those funny things that um, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, when everyone else is like, yeah, no, dude, he was the best. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. He even people who didn't like his music are like, yeah, no, he was he was the best. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. Or says, why did I say says?
1: Hey, man, sometimes it happens. I do it all the time. Makes me you do it I all the speech. time? Yeah, it makes me think I have a speech impediment, but I know I don't.
0: It's just, you know, I'm I still just, awkward recording sometimes, yeah. and that's okay. I
1: like to stumble over my own words. And, and while we were straight.
0: talking, I slyly looked it up. It was Eric Clapton. <laughs> slyly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, conversation. I'm looking it up on my phone. All right, but yeah. So that's a uh, influence. Influence. Get under it. Not the bad kind. Drink water and start vibing <laughs> under the <laughs> influence of hydration. Life force replenished with good H two O. Yeah, that's that's really what it is.
1: <clears throat> Sorry about that. Find whatever. Find whatever inspires you. Whatever influences you to do what you want to do. Whatever makes you be the person you
0: want to be. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So, you know, that was that was today's episode. If you really want to help us out, make sure you listen. <laughs>
1: well, obviously, but make sure you tell people about it. You know,
0: like maybe this this might it might not inspire you completely, but it might inspire one of your friends. Yeah. You know, we're now on Spotify and Apple podcasts and iTunes. Uh, we're on Google Play Music. And I still have to link it to Google podcasts because they do the same thing. Apple does where they have Google play music and Google podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then also I think the last one I'll put on a stitcher because there, there's a lot of people use stitcher. I don't know if you use it, but there's a lot of people who do uh, follow us on all our platforms, the social media. We got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the usual, we're, we're not, we're not too interesting on those on them yet because we're fairly new. And, Oh, well, obviously <laughs> we have a
1: lot of time to sink into like, the day life the day job you know yeah so
0: we'll, we'll try to have fun stuff we'll eventually you know we want to get to the point where we do video versions of these because we think that would be a lot of fun and i know i enjoy watching podcasts
1: if there is anything in particular you'd like us to talk about or something you'd like to hear about maybe we have the information for you reach out you know yeah
0: let us know. if, if there's an episode you want us to make we can make it honestly it wouldn't be hard i mean or maybe we should do we should do like a life advice episode do you have questions if, yeah. you, if you have a question even if it, even if it has nothing to do with life if you have a question we'll give you an answer
1: honestly open book <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll just you can ask me about my personal life i'll talk about it i don't care yeah <laughs> as
0: we learned in the first episode yeah but yeah even though you hate talking about think. yourself but you'll you'll say anything about yourself which it's is just the, the man it's the best
1: irony in the world it's like a weird over humility i don't like talking about myself because i don't like talking myself up you know
0: right but you'll, you'll reveal all the really weird, interesting things about yourself. Yeah. If you but, ask, I'll tell. But yeah, uh, also stay tuned. We are in the process of scheduling interviews. So th- those will be really fun. I'm really excited for that. There'll be so some we'll, interesting we'll,
1: personalities We'll on get to show.
0: introduce you to people who influence us, and hopefully they influence you. So as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. We are signing out. Peace. Peace.